Chapter 1 Angie Roseland rode her bicycle along the street that ran behind her Victorian mansion's property. She and her three sisters lived together in the 18-room house on a quiet, cozy street in the seaside town of Sweet Cove, Massachusetts. The late afternoon sky was a brilliant blue, and the air was warm and clear. She pulled over in front of a small, light gray colonial-style house with a for-sale sign at the edge of the lawn. A bit of the paint was peeling on the front, and the sides of the home and two shutters hung slightly askew. The front grass was overgrown with weeds. It made Angie sad to see the home in disrepair. Even though the house's property line butted up against her own tree-lined backyard, she didn't know anything about the people who used to live here. The sound of a car's engine caused Angie to turn to see Betty Hayes, a successful Sweet Cove realtor, bringing her car to a stop at the curb. Mr. Finch, now a Roseland family friend, and a boarder at the bed and breakfast inn that Angie's sister, Ellie, ran out of the Victorian, sat in the front passenger seat. Angie propped her bike's kickstand and went to help Mr. Finch from the car. What a wonderful day. Finch grasped Angie's arm and leaned on his cane. He was still wearing the blue apron from the store he owned in town. The candy store couldn't have been any busier. It's been a perfect opening day. Angie smiled as she helped Mr. Finch to the walkway that led to the gray house's front door. The grand opening of the Finch and Roseland Confectioners was a huge hit with tourists and people from town swarming the store from the moment the doors opened. Mr. Finch had taken an hour break to come and see the house on Willow Street that had just come on the market. Angie's youngest sister, Courtney, co-owned the candy store with Finch, and was taking care of business while he hurried off to look at the house. Betty Hayes, dressed in a tan skirt and a black blazer, hustled over to where Angie and Finch stood on the walkway facing the gray colonial. I know it's fallen into disrepair, but I think it has great bones, and I think you could nurse it back to health. Betty batted her eyelashes at Mr. Finch. Shall we go in, Victor? She reached for the older man's hand. Angie still couldn't believe that these two people were a couple. She wasn't sure, but she estimated that Mr. Finch was in his seventies and that he must be ten years older than the ambitious realtor who had caught his eye. The two had been dating for over a month, and it was clear that they were smitten with each other. Here comes Miss Jenna. Finch waved at the tall brunette emerging from the group of trees at the back of the house. Jenna jogged across the lawn to meet them. Did you just get here? I had a customer in the shop and was afraid I'd miss seeing the house with you. I cut through the backyard to save time. Jenna ran a jewelry shop in one of the rooms at the rear of the Victorian. We all just arrived. Angie was a few inches shorter than her fraternal twin sister, and had honey-colored hair in contrast to Jenna's long brown locks. People always guessed that they were sisters, but never believed that the two were twins. The listing realtor just put the house on the market. She had to leave town for a family emergency, and she'll be gone for several months, so a new realtor and I are taking over some of her listings. Betty pressed the buttons on the lockbox attached to the front doorknob. The box's lid slid back, and Betty removed the door key. We're the first ones to see the house. 
she waved her arm indicating the yard. It's a good-sized lot, and as you know, it's walking distance to the center of town and a few blocks to the beach, which makes it a very valuable property. Betty pushed the door open and stepped into the small foyer. Mr. Finch followed, and Angie and Jenna took up the rear. There was a staircase leading to the second floor directly in front of them. This is the living room on the left, and the dining room to the right. There are three large bedrooms upstairs and two full baths. Both the living and dining rooms had wood floors, and there was a fireplace on the far wall, but the place was dusty and smelled of stale air from being closed up for so long. Garish floral wallpaper covered the walls. A strange feeling of unease washed over Angie as she followed the others to the kitchen.